Uh, why is there a giant sculpture of Elon Musk on a goat's body being driven around Texas? So when I go play, and I went last, like I said last Sunday, I played, um, I put my heated hat on, put my heated vest on, uh, I get the little hand warmers for my pockets, and then I got this new muff. You know, the, um, the thing that the quarterbacks use to keep their hands warm. Is that what they're called? Yeah, it's a heated, and I got a heated muff. I think so. Okay. Okay. You did that on purpose. No, it's a muff. I look G Tech. My G Tech apparel. It's a muff. Hashtag <laughs> sloppy toppy. Who was the first pro golfer to win a PGA well, Tour event? Where did Orville move? Whatever. Where did Orville? Orville. Whatever. <laughs> where did he? <laughs> you forget it. Just forget it. <laughs> where did he? No, we're never. We're not. You're never going to go to break in time. What? Where did he order? <laughs> go to break. Go to bake. 888-787-1310. French bulldog named Winston. You know? It's okay. It's it's you know, it's fine. Oh, I, well, I think, Rick, come on, back up. Because I, I think you're, you're um, we were engaged a few weeks ago when. I didn't propose to you. Say what? Keep going. What the hell just happened? Keep going. I don't remember where Jesus. I was. Oh, 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 oh. When Tiger and Phil played Mark with that, um, Brady and Peyton, uh-huh. I have a mental disorder. Old school bitch. Abu Dabu. Well, howdy ho and good morning. It is 8.01 on Sports Radio 96.7 and 1310, the ticket. It's Saturday morning, February 11th. And if it's on a Saturday and around this time, then you have the tee box going on its 29th year. Woo! Woo! Rick Arnett, along with Craig Rosengarten and Eli Jordan, all with Avid Golfer Magazine. And uh, we'll be here for the next two hours today, talking golf, maybe a little Super Bowl, a little betting, got a little award to talk about, and um, pretty good little tournament going on this week. It's also the day after Kern's birthday, our our loyal engineer for how many years? I want to say at least 13. Wow. Are you, uh, you want to give out age or just a range? 38. 38. You're 38. Dang. You're more mature than your years. Really? Yeah. I think I'm pretty immature considering what I laugh at on this show. Well, yeah. Well, that might be. But <laughs> I'm just happy I'm we not do du- that to you. I'm not double your age. It gives me hope. But you're you're definitely more mature than your years. I would have expected you to be older, not by the way you look, just by the way you interact with us on oh. a regular oh, basis. Thank you. So how's that? He has a low bar. I would have guessed early 40s, would have oh. been my guess. Just, again, based off of your demeanor. Okay, so. I think of 30s. Yeah. Eli, what hat, what hat is that? What is that hat? Uh, Number three. Oh, uh, it's it's a company called Bogey Bros. They're actually, I like it. They're actually local. It's like three off the tee, like meaning you hit one out of bounds. So. And that's a good idea? Yeah, why not? I guess. He doesn't even okay. know what was on it. 
So it's a good fitting hat. Yeah, I like it. That's what okay. I go off. Yeah. Bogey Bros. Yeah. You've seen the one that I have that just says, like, I Heart Cart Girls. Same brand. I Heart Cart Girls. Yeah. Yeah, and you wear four-leaf clover correct? hats. That's politically correct if you're a cart girl. I'm very okay. picky with hats. They, these are comfortable. I yeah. too. That's why I only wear these because they're know. the best fitting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you've got a massive melon like I do, you've got to be kind of selective about hats. Okay. These fit pretty well. I like the Imperial hats, too. They Bogey, always fit pretty well. Bogey Bros. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Bogeybros.co. I Heart Cart Girls is there right on their front That's, of their yeah. website. So it's one of them. All right. Sounds like a me, too. They have some interesting head covers. Mm. So Interesting. I have not checked out their head covers. Did they reach out to you, or did you buy that hat on your own? I bought bought one on my own, yeah. And I bet that. Yeah. I like the color but teal. So, and uh, So the, the guy that runs it, after I bought a couple of the hats, I he reached out and he said, he's, hey, I'm a big P1. I'm here local. I didn't, I didn't know, so. Is it adjustable in the back or fitted? It's uh, Yeah, it's like the snapback. I can't wear a fitted hat. I'm be- in between sizes. Are you? Yeah, it's either too small or too large. So that sucks. Oh, your hat's on sale, by the way. Oh, perfect. How much? There you go. $29.95. All right. Sale? What's the normal price? $34.95. It's about Say right five for, bucks. for a hat. Hats are 30 bucks now. Yeah, at least. Yeah, some Good of hats the, are 30 bucks. Some I mean, of the Titleist, like, fitted ones, they go for $40, $45. Well, that's now. Titleist. Well, true, but, I mean, so there are some of them that are 40 45 bucks. Well, when I go to PGA Tour Superstores, yeah, oh, well, I yes. could get my, my Nike Legacy hat. Beautiful which, segue. Which is only $22, I think. That's the only ones I buy. The one you're wearing now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. like it. Yep. So there you go. Yeah, PGA Tour Superstore is a proud sponsor of the T-Box. Okay, let's. Uh, we talked to uh, Kern. Happy birthday! So, so did you do anything Kern. yesterday? For your birthday, I did not do anything yesterday. Why not? You do anything uh, this weekend? I I like to make myself invisible. No, oh. just uh, ready for the show. I don't like. Do you got a girlfriend these days? No boyfriend. Well, I mean, <laughs> I'm talking to somebody. Craig. You got to ask these days. No, you don't. No, you don't. I'm talking. Well, you are talking to somebody. Yes. Interesting. You know, it's Abby. Shh. That's right. So I was reading the other day. Gave her a shout out on the air. Yeah. It's liable to help you out a little bit, I think. <laughs> so I'm reading the other day a couple things when you're dating. One is if you're online dating and you're perusing and you're the one asking all the questions, run. Because that means they're not interested in you. And the second one is if you take one out on a date and they treat the wait staff like crap, run. So yeah. you, don't, you don't follow the Andrew Tate model? What's that? <laughs> no. It's Andrew Tate model. <laughs> no. That, you're right, though. I think there are three ways where you can tell if the person that you're potentially with is a decent human being. Yeah. The way they treat waitstaff. Yep. The way they treat dogs. And if yes. they return their shopping buggy to the corral. If they don't do any of those three things, Good one, yeah. they're likely a dirtbag. I like that. I'm going to say the best thing, if, if you want to know if a date's going to go well. I can't wait for this one. They show up. Well, that's true. I have friends who are single, and they set up dates, and then they nobody shows up. So how many of your friends – so when I was newly single, one of my buddies told me the best thing to do if you're doing online dating is make sure you get on, a like, a FaceTime chat because normally the pictures aren't going to be near what they look like, allegedly, until you, you start finding some – Things about that might annoy you: weird laugh, weird facial tick, 
Something facial like, yeah. tick. Something. What, whatever it is, right? I wish y'all could have seen Craig act out facial yeah, tick. Just, 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 had, just had a seizure. I'm heavily medicated this morning. Okay. So well, I, I might. There's this morning. Great news. I'm a, it is February uh, 11th, yeah. and I'm still e-break free for the year, and that's my goal. Well, that's, be you have been nominated, even with the mental disorder. Huh? You haven't been nominated. You're correct. Free. Okay. So that's yeah. how it goes. Because yeah. if Eli and I had our druthers you've already lost but it's no it's a high bar yeah and so i'm i'm but i'm worried about today because i am heavily medicated what what have you been taking uh yeah. pain pills for what nice you just want to go there don't you? <laughs> <laughs> no you don't you don't have to to mention well, i can do it on the other end you know, okay. it's embarrassing but it's a funny story that's, that's what the medication's for too so well we can talk about that and tiger Cause yeah. Because you're, you're both laid up, sort of. Yeah. All right. Well, let's Hopefully do that. Hopefully I'll heal quicker. Both on the other end. Hey, back at the station. Ha, ha, ha. Happy birthday to Kern. Kevin Landrum, <laughs> running the board, making everything sound good. How are you? I'm fantastic. Happy late birthday, Kern. And also, uh, something I noticed about birthdays, other people care about your birthday more than you do. So just let them give you stuff, you know? That's just exclusively with men, though. Yeah, that true. is true. Women, is. boy, if you if you miss a woman's you, birthday, or you go light on it, yeah, you're gonna be in some trouble. Birthdays might be more important than Christmas. For me, that's true. And then <laughs> the other one, well, I don't, because I don't, he's Jewish, <laughs> and I'm thinking birthdays. Birthdays are more important than anniversaries. See, I haven't, uh, I haven't, had, I haven't had one yet. I'm saying. I'm saying you just don't forget the anniversary, but you, you better, better not forget the birthday. I'm gonna say. A- anniversary is n- once you get up there in years and it's the anniversary is 30 and they're big numbers. Yeah. You better not forget that. I'm going to say forget Ooh, it. I'm just no. saying it's I think they want I think ladies would like to be more celebrated for their birthday. Than I'm anniversary. saying no. They get up in age. Not they don't want to celebrate their age. They want to celebrate how long they've been married. Mm-hmm. Not when they're older. Yeah. I, I actually probably yeah. b- believe him. Take it that. from the guy who's. Been married over 30 well, years. I was married 30 years. I'm, I'm going with my bit. Yeah, but you're not married anymore. That's true. I'm coming up on one. <laughs> Don't miss Already? that. <laughs> June 11th. I mean, yeah, we're still a few months away. Don't but... miss it. Yeah, you won't. Uh, yeah, I think, I'll, I think I've got it covered. <laughs> I was lucky. My ex and I both forgot the same anniversary. Really? Yeah. So that was good. That way we were, you know. We both Which is up. why the marriage is no more, right? <sighs> <sighs> Painkiller Craig, here for the next two hours. <laughs> Come join us. All right, don't forget to check out Golf Moose, too. we got a lot of great deals online, if heavily discounted, including Cheryl Park 1 and 2. That's never discounted. Tango Ridge, Prairie Lakes, you got... Waterview, Hidden Creek, Grand Oaks. you got uh, Wolf Dancer down in uh, Hill Country, which is now called Lost Pines. Waters Creek, Champion Circle, and Links at Lands End Stand Place. So there you go. Uh, Ryan Baldwin doing tickers twice an hour. You got a weekend show this week? No, no weekend show for me. No, sir. Mm, I'm sorry. But I would like to say that my wife probably would err on the side of the anniversary, too, just so we're going to chime in on that conversation. Andrew, how long have you been married? Three and a half years. At you. It's early. Oh boy. She does it's love early. the birthday week. She loves the whole week, but I think the anniversary is is more I would of a agree. priority. Birthdays are just not a single day anymore, which is fine because people have busy schedules, you know, and they say, hey, can we get together next week? Yeah, it's fine. Works. So 
All good. So there you go, a little social commentary for the masses. Uh, you can uh, tweet us at our net Rick, at AvidGolfer98, or at the Eli Jordan. Uh, up next, somebody's playing next week. He's probably going to be playing Hurt, and I guess we'll f- find out why Craig's playing Hurt and on Massive Painkillers next on The Little Ticket. Our great clients over at Invited Clubs brings you this segment. Check out all their fine private establishments. I have a call with them on Monday. Yeah. Because I think we're going to be blown away how much improvements they've done to all their clubs this year. I love that. Yeah. I, it's like, hey, I asked them about Canyon Creek, and it's like, well, do you know about this, 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 and this? It's like, whoa. It's an arms race. you got to do it. If you're not so, improving, you're falling, yeah. you're falling backwards. So check out invitedclubs.com. We'll get into leaderboards at uh, 8.30. Some interesting names out at the Waste Management. I have a question regarding the venue. Before that, though, before we get to uh, Craig's uh, reason <laughs> while, he, while he's taking copious amounts of painkillers, yeah, how'd we, you drive in this morning? Okay. Softly. <laughs> we, can, we can delay that as long as we need to, I think. Uh, another guy that's been... Uh, little injury prone is uh, one Tiger Woods. This is the first time he'll be playing in a full season event, I want to say since 2020, the Zozo. He's going to play the Genesis, and that's next week, and that's the that's the tournament he hosts. Riviera, right? Yep. Love that course. Yes, I've never played it. It's definitely on my bucket list. It's worthy. But number one, number 18 are, are long slogs. Number 18 is straight uphill, and number one is straight downhill. And he doesn't want to He doesn't want to take a cart. You know, it's funny. I think every pro there wouldn't care if he took a cart or not. Oh, because he raises a needle and just. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the one guy who you would say. And you know what? If all the guys on tour that should get some kind of a nod, why not him? Mm-hmm. Why not? He said Especially he when you're it. kind of in a fight with Liv, you know? it's Isn't it next week Liv is? No, it's a week after. Yeah. yeah. But say if you're going up against Liv, put Tiger in the field at any cost. Now have the three of us carrying him around. The pros said they would do it. Yeah. Yeah, whoever's playing with him, he'd put him on his back. Yeah. Uh, it's big news, and you never know with him. I, I've i learned not to so not I'm gonna, predict I'm gonna, anything. I'm going to tap the brake there a little bit. Okay. I'm going to say for the first time in 25 years since I've been doing the ra- the magazine and 20 years since I've been doing the radio show, it wasn't huge news to me. It Curious was, news. You I-, kinda, I didn't even – normally I'm waiting with bated breath whether Tiger's playing. Even in the middle of his career, mm-hmm. I would wait till Friday at 5 o'clock sure. just to see whether he's playing or not, you know, anywhere. I he mean, had a fairly was, set schedule. Um, and then even in the last three years, oh, it's, it's a genesis. Maybe he's playing. I'm looking. Until you said something to me, I had no idea. Mm-hmm. And it's a first time ever. And I didn't go, yes, wow, that's awesome. It's well, the first time. They had it on the crawler yesterday all on 
Sure they did. did. Yeah, I mean, on, on Golf Channel, as, as I was watching the, the coverage of the tournament, I mean, it was the breaking news crawler and Tiger Woods committed to play next week. But you knew way before we did because I, I sent you guys an email, and you go, oh, yeah, that was on the, that was on social yeah, he way posted, early, he and I didn't know something notice. on his Instagram and then on his Twitter. But yeah, that was probably about I don't know, maybe one o'clock yesterday afternoon, maybe something like that. My only worry is if he's if he's struggling because he, it's hard to walk. Um, I don't know. At some point, I want to see him do well, and it, and if he can hit shots, but the walking is the problem, then it's well, and that was the other side. I can't remember what major it was. Maybe it was that. He made the cut, and like, how awesome was that that he made the cut, given to where he is? We don't want to see Tiger Woods making cuts. We want him no, rather than not making we it. We want him competing. Yeah, that's what makes golf awesome is watching him compete. Well, he made the cut at Augusta, right, and then missed, or then withdrew from the PGA Championship. Yep. And I don't think he played the other two, right? He didn't play the U.S. Open or the PGA. No, he played. He played St. I Andrews. He, I thought he. Was that last year, St. Andrews? Yeah, that's right. He did play St. Andrews. Yeah. yeah. So, because that was going to be the one course that was flat and everything. And mm-hmm. it's just, man, you know how it is. Well, you're going to tell in a second what. <laughs> so, I, I'm looking for. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, it'll be full-time coverage, and I hope he does well. I, he still hits great shots. I've been watching that, and that has not changed. And even all the pros say, man, he hasn't lost anything. In fact, he's gaining distance. But. He's got to get from one shot to another. Right. And I don't think Joe LaCava is going to be dragging him along or anything, you know. All right. So, yeah. Tiger next week. Uh, now, you played the other day. Yep. Are you, so, how much you want to dive into this? Cause I think it'd be kind of easy because this was a – I screwed myself up so bad. Well, I haven't heard this story yet either. No, you haven't. And that's where – so, Monday – so at our age, and Eli, you're not there yet, and there's a ton of people advertising on the ticket about this, that you get older and you get up in age, you may need some extra testosterone to move things along. Well, I get testosterone, but I get the pellets. So once every six months, some human in the medical professional <laughs> debatable, slits, puts a little slit in, in the top crack of my there, and inserts the pellets. Top crack of your butt wear. cheek. My butt cheek. Not in the crack of the yeah. crack. Right above it, yeah, yeah. right there. And so, is middle of your back, or is this? No, it's, no, it's right. A, right, it's right in right in your small right of your the, back, right? The tailbone. No, in no, the, no. It's in your butt, but it's right at the <laughs> right in your top crack. Yeah, of the uh, tailbone. Yeah, yeah, of the smile. Yes, near okay. your coccyx. Yes. The vertical yes. smile. Okay, and so it. I don't have any issues with it. I've been doing it for about three years now. And again, it, it, if you're low in testosterone, you're up in the airs, you should do it. I don't care what company you go do it at, you go do it. Right. And, but Monday, I go get mine, and the person that I usually go to is not there, so one of the uh, doctors do it. One of the older doctors do it. Uh-oh. Shake hand? And he just starts beating the crap out of me. I mean, he's just pounded him in there, just like. Well, I'm like with numb. a chisel. What, what are you yeah, doing? Yeah, I'm. He's got the wrong piece of equipment. He keeps trying to shove this piece of equipment in. Finally, he looks at the nurse and says, "I think this is the wrong piece of equipment." And she goes and gets another piece of equipment. He goes to see this is way easier. But he's kind of sh- trying to shove this thing in. I don't feel it because I'm numbed up, right? But it's like, what's going on here? So numbing wears off. 
in the afternoon. I did it in the morning, and it's like, you know what? I want to be able to play golf on Thursday. I don't want to. I'm going home, and I'm icing, and I'm going to nonstop ice. My wife's out of town, and so I they they give you these little ice packs, and I've collected them. So I put the put the ice pack on. I put the ice pack on. Wait, I'm you a, put it directly on your skin? Yes. See, that's wrong. That's frostbite. I like to imagine Craig like just sitting crisscross applesauce on a bag of ice, like Ugga does mm-hmm. whenever it gets really hot. Yeah, just like, have Ugga laying yeah. on a bag of ice. So I'm 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 putting it on, but I'm I'm not paying that hard of attention. I'm just laying on the couch and putting the ice on, putting the ice on, putting the ice on. How long? So he's not supposed to be more than twenty minutes at a time. I had it on for about seven straight hours. That seems directly onto the long skin. Time. Yes. Yeah. So I woke up the next morning, and Prospect. my entire ass cheek is the skin is burned off, completely burned off. Well, yeah, it's frostbite, kind of, sort of. And so I don't know what's wrong. I go to the, I call my the doctor. I said, "Come see the nurse." And she, so a nurse comes in, take take it off. I they show goes, "Oh dear, I need somebody else to see." It's just like, I can't see what it looks like. It's like, that can't be good. It's not anywhere close to where the pellets were put in. I put it. That's interesting. And so, um, so anyway, so they dressed it up and said, yeah, you you got a good second degree burn here. Yeah. And all the skins come off and you need to, well, it's every time you stand up and sit down and stand up and sit down, the thing cracks and it has not healed well and is it going to scar? You think it'll scar? My wife thinks it, that, yes, it's going to look bad. I'm going to have to wear... Make up a story. So you got shot or something. It's a little big for a bullet Shotgun. wound. Shotgun. Okay. Cocaine, cocaine bear got you. Yeah, cocaine, cocaine bear. bear. Okay. So anyway, so um, this morning, it just, it's been five days now. It hasn't healed. Yeah. And so she she got home yesterday, and she's like, I'm dressing that thing. Are you sleeping on your stomach at night? No, but side? I'm sleeping side, yes. Okay. But, you know, just like a blister, when a blister's working it, and it, it pops and yeah. it's, oh, wait, you guys don't want to hear about it. This it's breakfast, awesome time. breakfast time. Yeah, it's it's bad, man. Don't put ice kolachi. directly on your skin. It's yeah, wrong. for seven hours. Yeah, that's what crazy. What were you thinking? He likes I was thinking it. that I, yes, I'm a, have you not, how long you worked here? Do you well, not know I'm well, obsessive compulsive? Well, so in your quest to try and play golf on Thursday, you thought it would be a good idea to ice what would probably have been just a very small bruise for seven hours with an ice pack with directly, directly on, your, on skin. your skin. That's the wrong part. Exactly. <laughs> here's, all right, so here's, they bandage it up, uh-huh. the, where yeah. you put your pellets. Yeah. My problem was I was putting the ice not where the bandage was. Why? Because I'm an idiot. Don't mark, mark that. Mark it three times. Yeah. It's probably been said before. <laughs> There's probably been a bunch of marks. Yeah. So, yes, it I was bad. You know bad idea. Bad it idea. was bad, yes, and I'm paying for it now. Definitely paying for it now. Did the doctor give you any kind of timeline on how like how long it will take to heal? I mean, because you're... You're obviously you have to get up and put pants on, and isn't that just going to continue to keep yes. rubbing it raw again, yes. like over and over? So, is there a chance that you may have to spend four or five days just walking around your house like Donald Duck with no pants on, like, <laughs> <laughs> just so it can heal up, or just wear a pair of pants and just cut out a hole so it can breathe? Yeah. Um, no. 
<laughs> and you've got these big, like, giant picture windows, like, in the back of yeah. your house, too. So I think you should just walk around with just shirt and no pants for <laughs> about four days. That's not a good look for guys. <laughs> no, of course it's not. <laughs> Especially a long sleeve shirt. <laughs> but my wife, my wife patched me up today. I was doing it myself. So I'm, it's so big. The, the spot where it's burned off is so big. There's not a bandage big enough that I can cover the whole thing. So I'm... You should see the tape no, job that I've no, done. No, I'll try not so to finally today, either. she said, and that's why I was late this morning, mm. get, lay down, I'm doing this. So I'm hopeful that she put this on properly and it'll start to heal. Did she bit. put any kind of like ointment or anything on yes. it? Yes. Yeah. Ointment's a funny word, isn't it? It is funny. Yeah. I guess. It's like moist. Don't say that. <laughs> I just marked the Wait, whole it. segment. Is that okay? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, ointment's funny, <laughs> moist is uncomfortable, seepage is uncomfortable. Those are the three that I'm not I'm not wild about. So we won't mention it anymore today. Second degree burns on your ass, also uncomfortable. Very. Seppie's, Very. Especially self-inflicted. Yeah, that wasn't a good move. So real quick, you'll laugh at this. So it hurts, right? And so I go to the I go to the Walgreens and I get all this stuff and and um and it says allocane, allocane. Okay. Well, relieve the burning and relieve the pain. I need that. Will you put that in? That stuff flipping burns, man. Yeah. Ow. It's like alcohol. I'd rather put out. I'd rather douse myself in alcohol after doing that. My wife said, "Don't use that anymore. It's not helping." All right, everybody. Prayers and thoughts for Craig's ass. Mark. Yep. All right, 8.30 on the ticket. That award-winning segment brought to you by, I'm sure proudly, by Arcus Golf. <laughs> yeah. You know, sadly. Stamp their name on that The one. only person I told this story to was Jeff Levine from Arcus because he and I had this weird relationship. So he's the only one who knew that Well, after that segment, today. I don't even know what that weird means, <laughs> quite honestly. All right, up next, let's get back on track. We've got a leaderboard to talk about. Really good tournament out in Phoenix. But before... All right, you got the tea box. If you're listening in the car, thank you. Listening at home, thank you. You can always listen on the stream, a Sports Day app. I use that a lot. And you can buffer that for an hour delay. Love that. And all the podcasts are on there as well. You can go to myavidgolfer.com and catch up on any previous shows that Eli, Eli posts on there. Uh, 850, a couple big names. Well, they were big names in the news for different reasons. Um, have some issues, uh, but first let's get to a leaderboard. It's a good leaderboard, and it's brought to you by the Texas Junior Golf Tour and the City of Arlington Golf Courses and Ewing Buick GMC. They're playing the Waste Management out in Phoenix. Before you get to the leaders, have you seen this video? Or the last couple of days, they've posted these videos of the people that are sprinting to number yes. 16 to try and get a seat. Three o'clock in the morning. It's the wildest thing I've ever seen. This one they posted about 10 minutes ago, and I'm about to retweet it. But there are people just running by in costumes. There's three guys that are just dressed like George Washington. There were a couple of guys that were like Royal Canadian, Canadian Mounted Police. So it's the anti-masters because you can't run right. on the grounds. Yeah, I mean, this looks like, you know, when you were a kid and Six Flags first opens mm -hmm. and people are trying to run to get 
at the front of the line for the Texas Giant. So 3 o'clock in the morning, I'm wondering how long the average person stays. So you get your seat because it's festival seating, first come, first serve, unless you have a suite. Yeah. And, and then, you've seen the people. I don't think there's a single human. As opposed to what? In the in the stands there that are, uh, that are over the age of 25. No, I saw a lot of olds. Oh, yeah. There's, yeah, there's, there's quite a few. I mean, I'll tell you one thing that there's not are any sober people. No. no. Anywhere. You see young, the, you know, young, get, old. So last year when Sam Ryder got his hole-in-one, they they rained the 16th green with beer cans, full ones. Yeah, like the 16-ounce yeah. screw cap. And it was put cans, dense yeah. in the green. Mm-hmm. And so this year they decided they are going to do plastic cups, commemorative right. collector's cups. Do you see the snake? The beer snake. The beer snake <laughs> that they made with those things? Yeah, they the people will start stacking up their cups, and then they'll throw it over their shoulder, mm-hmm. and most people will add on to it. It was probably about... Oh, I don't know, 75 feet long probably. It's it's an awesome – I'm glad they only do it once a year because if you did it at every tournament, I think it would get a little old. Nelson does it, and well, that's cool. And, the, and the, you know, the disappointing part about that is, to me, it buries the lead. Scotty Scheffler has, is killing it right now, and it's not, the, it's not the top story of this tournament because of number 16. I think once the weekend – rolls around and you really get a sense of like what the leaderboard looks like i think it does become more about the golf than it does the party but you're right those first couple of rounds even to today to some extent it will be they'll show a lot of footage of number 16 they'll show the idiot streaker from right. yesterday you know and like all you know all the the parody accounts or you know all one-off accounts that cover golf they show a lot more of that stuff God. the people that are blacked out drunk at 10 in the morning you know and, one of the things we don't think about, but you have the Phoenix Open mm-hmm. and the Super Bowl in the same market. It's been there before. Yeah. Can you imagine right now what what a I bet an NBC Suites cost twelve hundred bucks a night. Oh my! At probably, minimum, probably north and of that. I wonder what it costs to play the Raven right now. Well, or our rep, any our rep at uh, for Golf Moose in Phoenix. He says the I think the green fees are triple. Remember when the when the if it wasn't an ice bowl when the when the Super Bowl was right. here? Remember what they were charging here for golf? I don't remember crazy. because it was it snowed the it entire matter, week. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but I remember that everybody was looking forward to it. Like we were still running yep. Ideal Golfer, mm-hmm. and, and they came and said that week's got to be blacked out. Yes, you can't you can't even don't even come close to coming. It's like a here. mini OU Texas weekend. Usually the, that's when go- golf courses around here are pretty full. Okay, so let, let me ask you guys about Scotty Scheffler. Awesome player, awesome guy. He doesn't seem to get his due. And I'm not sure why. Not yet. Not, not yet. yet. He won four times. He won a Masters yes, last but year. but it's only four times. It's one year. He's only been on the tour for like three years. Yes. Let's give him, give him one more year. Give him one. If he has another year like he had last year, he'll get his due. It's one year. We've seen a lot of guys come out there and have one great year. And then nothing. So he's he's also not tremendously flashy. That's he's true. Really, really good. The low key. He's, he's always kind of even keel. He mm-hmm. doesn't really get too amped up about anything. He doesn't dress flashy. He just wears kind of the basic normal yep. stuff. I mean, other than his unorthodox footwork, there's really nothing about him that he's a smack talker. I love his. That's swing. one of the things that that. I, when the Netflix thing comes on, mm-hmm. uh, hopefully he's, he's a smack talker. That's he may be the done. top smack no talker way. on tour. Really? Yes. 
Well, yes. and that's a More side so that we Mick haven't seen of him. Yeah, so. that'd be nice. Humanize him a little bit. Uh, he's leading by two over John Rom, who is just playing lights out. In fact, there's a. Where did I see this? It was an interesting. And as you're looking for that, by the way, they're still on the course right now. Yeah. And so, did they have frost delays? Yes. The yes. first day they had yeah. about a three hour. So they're frost still delay. backed up because of that. Correct. So, um, there's certain guys still on the course. So check this out. So he and Rory are probably the two hottest golfers in the world right now. Rom and Rory. Rory yes. Uh huh. So Rory's last eight worldwide starts, he's got three wins, eight top tens, average finish three point one, average strength of fields. 200. I, you know, the, the world rankings now are such a joke. I don't know yeah. what that means. But Rom's last eight worldwide starts, four wins, eight top tens, average finish 3.1. Those two guys. Pretty good. That'll make you some money. I would think so. Where's and, Rory? Uh, he was he was uh, rallying. He was 500 yesterday, I think. And he started the round plus two. So he's moving up the leaderboard. He's doing it earlier than He's still usual. got five holes left. Yeah. yeah, he's tied for 18th. Uh, Adam Hadwin, the Canadian, he's at eight under. Uh, Sanjay M is at seven. Jason Day, who is quietly making a resurgence, he changed his swing. He's So he's trying to protect his back. His back got really messed up. Maybe put too, too much ice on it. I don't know. He's six under. Uh, Sam Ryder got the hole-in-one last year. He was the one that uh, uh, was wearing – those joggers, those purple joggers he was wearing. Uh, you know what? I, you can say that more. He just blew it. He which did. Was it two weeks ago? It was his first time. He had the lead. I think sleeping on a lead after three rounds, and it's your first time. Uh, but it was so bad because everybody thought they were going to win. They were interviewing his mom on mm-hmm. TV, and she's like, I'm here because I want to see him win. So let me yeah. ask you guys. So every pro I talk to said, this is your first time you're, you – you're looking into your 54-hole lead. You're sleeping on it. It could be your first tour win. You want to be, you want to be in the final group, but you want to be one stroke ahead or one stroke behind. And they all said one stroke ahead. And I'm surprised by that. I think I would take the one stroke behind to sleep on. You're still in the final group. I think you always, you always uh, want the lead when you can yeah. get it. Yeah, but I, I'm talking I, about I, mentally. Could you guys do that? And they're, they're wired differently. And they're too. wired yeah. differently. They're thinking, you know what? I'm going to get the lead. Well, what would gonna... you guys do? I still, I still want to lead. Yeah. Really? But, but I, under, than I understand your thought process of let me, let me, let me come in from one shot behind. Yeah. But I, I look. Here's the thing about these guys too, which is the craziest thing. If, if I'm a, a three handicap and you're an eight handicap, yeah. I should beat you by five shots every round, Allegedly, right? Yeah. And so, every, after four days, I should be up by twenty shots. These guys are up or down by a shot. Right. One shot makes a huge difference. If you're if you're going out to play, so in their mind they're looking at it thinking everybody's even here. One shot ahead is better because I'm not talking to John Rom. I'm talking about a Sam Ride who's never won a tour event. I think that's sleeping overnight on that and, and all the media's talking to you. What do you think? How are you gonna handle the round? I yeah. think it's more of a detriment, personally. I, I don't know. I guess it just depends on whether, are. You, whether you've been there before. Okay, yeah. I'll use another stat. I think only 40% of all 54-hole leaders last year won. Yeah, but here's the thing that that doesn't show. Hmm. You look at that, but that's if you look at position on the leaderboard, they're still leading on who I mean, what, second place is less than 40%, I bet. And third place is less than forty percent. And fourth, you're assuming the guy one shot behind is winning when the when 
only 40% win, it. and I that's mean, not true. And Tiger was an outlier. I think he converted, like, I don't know, 75 80% of 54-hole leads, something yeah, it, ridiculous. It, it, it also doesn't factor in how many of those are one-shot leads versus, true. like, a two- or three- or four- or five-shot lead. I still think it plays with your head. Anyway, that's just my thought. Uh, let's see. We got Xander Shoffley. He's at six under. <laughs> I only bring up Jim Herman because <laughs> – he wins like every once in a while, but he's the most unassuming. He's, I, I keep on thinking he's close to the Champions Tour. Boy, I could not pick Jim Herman out of a lineup right now. Yeah, he's a big Trump uh, buddy. Uh, Tom Kim, who has been playing great. He lives here in Dallas now. He's at five and a par, and this is the guy I want to win. Over Jordan, over everybody. Tom I want Kim? Ricky Fowler oh. to win this week. He's at five unders. Tweaked his swing. You go, went back to Butch Harmon. Why would anybody leave Butch Harmon? Price? I don't know. I'll tell you the other These side. Guys are, I know. I've, afford I've, it. I've watched this, and I'll tell you what it is. And I and I can, I I can tell you that um, I knew of a a low level PGA Tour player. Mm-hmm. Okay, somebody outside the top one twenty five, but had his tour card. Okay, went to go work with a. Um, teacher, top teacher in town. Uh huh. Well, top teacher has a lot of top ten players. Uh huh. Getting the amount of time, he was too far down right. on the totem pole to be able to get the amount of time that he needed from this guy. And it's like had to switch. And I, I wonder when Butch Harmon's looking in at his time, and you know, I don't know who he's got right now, but he's got a bunch of guys in the top five or top ten. And Ricky Fowler is moving down the leader, moving down and not up. I get it. Yeah, maybe. All yeah. right, I'll get to you when I can, Ricky. He just seems so good. Uh, Jordan is five under. He's uh, be playing the thirteenth today. He's fi- he was five under yesterday. Did you 12. watch? Did you watch that at all yesterday? He, I did. Um, I was surprised, and so it got dark. Mm-hmm. But uh, Jordan's on the par five thirteenth. Hits a hits a second shot, incredibly good second shot, but it rolls off the back of the green. He's got a tough chip, mm-hmm. chipped it to about four to five feet, and I was surprised he marked that to putt it today. I was surprised he didn't putt that. Interesting, right? It just they all put three tees down when right. they're going so that it doesn't move or anything, and he he put three tees down. Maybe it was, was too like, dark and he couldn't I, read it. With yeah. my chip. Because here's the thing, you could mark the chip and then you could give yourself a really good lie on that chip. So yeah. why, why, do, why do the chip? Sometimes I think uh, common sense and Jordan don't mix. I, that's why he's so fun to watch. I mean, you just don't know what, what he's going to do. He's definitely a I love him. wild ride, man. He is a wild ride. Week to week to week. It's, it's, he's enjoyable to watch no matter whether he's playing well or playing poorly or whatever he's doing. And, and sometimes that can be in the same round. Like, he can have a four or five hole stretch where he looks like he hasn't played golf in six years and then make seven straight birdies. Like it's, it's, it's crazy. His long putting is incredible. Yeah. God, he just, and when he misses, he just misses like by a hair. Max Homa's uh, four under. He's a, Man, that guy's playing really well. He's fun, too. Mm-hmm. I really like him. He's a great Twitter follow as yep. well. He's a great social media ambassador for the for the game of golf and for the PGA Tour. Justin Thomas, three under, and Rory is three under. So is Tony Finau. I like watching those guys. By the way, 
talk about live golf, right? And I've been worried about guys moving over because I'm a PGA Tour fan. And uh-huh. Two guys we haven't seen in a long time. Mito Pereira. Yep. He's got to be going, right? I think him and Sebastian Munoz are going. And they're going to team up with uh, Joaquin Neiman as the Colombian team connection. Where's Daniel Berger been? I think he's hurt. Yeah, he's, he? he's had, he some had a really bad issues. back last year. Had a wrist thing too, mm-hmm. I think. He's yeah, he's gone through some some stuff. He's a good player. He's a really good player. I'm wondering if he signed up for the Genesis. I'm going to look and see. I've got a Charles Schwab Challenge autograph pin flag from Daniel go. Berger. <laughs> So anyway, the last two rounds should be fun. Uh, the 16th. The 17th is an underrated hole, too, because that's that drivable par four. Yes, it has the the forks green. That yes. It's really, really weird. If that if you get that back left pin placement there and you hit it to the back right of that green, there's nothing you can do. And Sahith Thigala last year, he was leading, and he got the worst bounce ever from the middle of the fairway, but went right in the water. So... I'm, I'm looking to see for next week, which is another good. Munoz is not signed up to play next week. Neither is uh, Mito. Neither is Mito Pereira, and neither is uh, Daniel Berger. Uh, interesting. And uh, just to let you know, uh, Aaron Wise and Siwoo Kim, who are eligible, are not playing, which I find that surprising because it's, it's a $20 million purse. Will's playing. Yep. Will Zalatoris playing? Willie Z. That's good. He should call in Will if you're listening. We'll talk to you. He's not not in the field this week, right? No, he's not. He's yeah. the only top twenty three player that's eligible that isn't playing. Eight 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 seven eight seven. All right, that was brought to you by Pure Swing Golf. Up next, you haven't heard these names in a while. They were by far the most controversial players on tour and they're they're in the news for horrible reasons huh. i think and we'll I talk have no about, idea what you're talking about we'll then. talk we'll talk about that next after we take united ag and turf New client this year. We're going to be out there at the uh, Van Alstine location. That's right. I believe. I'm not sure where Van Alstine is, but I do know they get really bad storms there because whenever I'm watching. That. Bad storms. <laughs> yeah. I think he's trying to say that's always one of the cities that they make it a point to oh, highlight gosh. whenever there's bad weather. And Alabama <laughs> Golf brings you this segment. Eli Jordan, Craig Rosengarten, I'm Rick Arnett. We have the full crew here today. Kern Engineering out here and uh, celebrating his birthday, 38th. Happy 38th. Back at the station, Kevin Landrum and Ryan Baldwin. All right, 9-10, we, Craig and I and Eli, attended an awards dinner. And uh, somebody won a nice award, very nice award. We'll talk about that at 9-10. 9-30. I'm so dialed in on this. The Netflix full swing, uh, I think it's six episodes. It'll begin on the 15th, so you could barnstorm through that in one night. I've seen the previews. It looks pretty darn good. I want to know if Steph's going to like that or not. Does she like the uh, Drive to Survive? We haven't watched it. Oh. I liked it, and 
his girlfriend liked it. My Cat one son, it. who's not a golfer, yep. got into the F1 one, mm-hmm. and he's so looking forward to yeah. the golf one. Yeah. Yeah. They do a really good job. I think she'll probably like it. All right. But first, a um, couple guys in the news this week. One is, I'm going to say Brooks Kepka. So, for a while, he was on the, one of the greatest major win heaters yeah. going, right? And I loved his game because he kind of brought a, an athletic style to it. Mm-hmm. He talked smack. Mm-hmm. Um, he personally said, I don't really care about the other events. The majors, what I what I shoot for. And he played great at them. And he just seemed so bulletproof. Then he's, I think his body started breaking down. And so to give you an idea, he, he missed a cut at the series Amman. Um, shot a 78, missed the cut by two. And I was listening to a podcast, Colt Nos was on it. And they were, everybody asked everybody about live tour players and, you know, what's your thought and would you do it and do you resent them for doing it? And he said, Brooks came up with a really good statement that I hadn't thought of before, and you probably would appreciate this, Craig. And they said, why did you go over to the live tour? You, you got all this stuff going on, PGA tour, and, and, um, he says, quite simply, I sold my business. Makes sense, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, somebody's offering you a boatload but of money. you got to stay on for three years. Whatever. Yeah. Okay, okay that's fine. Right. That's a small price well, to pay. They did to me on Ideal, yeah. right? Golf Moose bought Ideal Golfer, but yeah. hey, we're locking you up for three years. And I thought that made a lot of sense, Eli, because now you're selling at a high. You're selling probably way overpriced, and why not take it? And the downside is, you know, He's still got to – I'm not sure what majors he's still qualified for. A few, I think. Oh, he's still go got – go back and look. He's, he's still got five-year five, exemptions. Yeah, he's still got – he's not – it's not been five years. I'll have to go back and look. But outside of that, and that's all he cares about anyway. Yeah. I, I thought it was kind of apropos, but I think it's also maybe he's – without saying it, I maybe he's realizing his body will never be what it was. Well, it, it could be that. I also wonder – psychologically even if it's subconscious whenever you sign a contract for 200 million dollars and money is no longer a factor right and i don't think the motivation is there like it would be if he was still on the pga tour competing against the best players in the world maybe he's just an autopilot and just simply doesn't care that much could be you know and he got married you know yep. and, and we've seen the connotation between getting married and and these guys more often than not their play declines a, a little, little bit, bit yep. for a little while after they get married but i did think this tweet was was interesting that uh Kyle Porter from CBS says 2 years ago this week Brooks Kepka won the Phoenix Open and got emotional about what will likely be his last PGA Tour win Today he shot 78 in the International Series Oman, sits behind Jabe Kruger, <laughs> Danfi Boonma, and Honey Besoya on the leaderboard and missed the cut by two. <laughs> so, interesting. I thought it seems like he won his majors just yesterday, right? Mm-hmm. It's been a while, hasn't it? His last one was uh, the what, PGA Championship maybe? in 2019. 19? So he's got till 24. Yeah, yeah. So he's got all this year and all next year for majors. <clears throat> I don't know. Does he? If you win the U.S. Open, you get a 10-year on the five. U.S. Open, right? Five. I think it's, I think they're all five now. I think if you – Well, Masters, you get a lifetime. Yeah. Uh, Brit- British, British, you, you get, get up to, to your 60, 65. Yeah. 
I'm not sure about the PGA. I think PGA is five, ten years. All I'm saying is this is a guy that yeah. loves to compete, right? Like, he's all into majors, and the live tour is anything but. And he's only, right? you know, the interesting thing, too, is he's only got three, six, eight wins total. Yeah, he's got four majors. And four of them are majors, mm-hmm. and uh, he's won the waste management twice. Yep. So of the- And I miss him. I miss him because he brought up kind of a warrior mentality to a he, sport. To me, that's kind he of, was kind of a bad guy, badass that I liked. Yeah. And, you know, the, the bad guys, you know, I don't like Patrick Reed. I don't root for him. But yeah, I but kind of rooted he for He had spice to the tour. Tiger Woods was kind of a bad guy, badass mm-hmm. that I rooted for. Yep. You know, it was that kind of the same thing. So yeah, I liked him. I liked Brooks Kepka too. Yeah, Kepka kind of had a little bit of a Bond villain quality yeah. to him. Like he kind of appreciated what he was trying to get yeah. accomplished. But, you know, you didn't. Didn't root for him too much, but just enough. Yeah, you know, you just like you need a bunch of personalities on an on an entertainment venue. And a, and here's the thing, I don't. Just to your point, they sell their business and they did whatever was right for them. For you know, <clears throat> look, one of the things that one of my business mentor mentor says to me all the time, and it's one of the greatest lines. He says the best thing I ever did was I sold too early. Yeah. Because it's like trading a guy early. Look, he's shooting seventy eights in events that don't matter anymore. Maybe he is done. Yeah. And maybe he he and yuck, he might find lightning in a bottle and do well at a couple of events and stuff. But he's not what he was. No. At least at the moment. No. At least at the moment. And so, getting a big check right now didn't suck. Covering at making sure his brother's taken care of yep. didn't suck. And I don't have anything against him. I don't either. For doing that, the guys who are suing the tour, mm-hmm. going against you know. Suing the world like Patrick Reed, complaining that they can't get in out of their events. Right. You can't have. They both ain't worth ways. killing to me. Can't have it both ways. Man, yeah. I, I, Ian Poulter and Lee Westwood, shut the hell up, both of y'all. You're not even relevant anymore. Sergio Garcia, you can have them, but I don't have anything against Brooks. I don't have anything against Dustin Johnson. No, nobody does. Um, he played it right. Yeah, he did. Cam Smith has played it right. Yeah. So. And as long as they can still show up for the majors, as long as they can, I'm in. Harry Varner. Even the guy nobody ever roots for, Kevin Na, he did it right. Yeah. So. Yeah. Take the money, go over there, and keep quiet, and go about your business. Yeah. yeah. I just wonder if they're getting any – they get any – okay, they have all the money. I get that. But do they have any competitive juice left? Well, that's what I was it saying about like Kepka. Like maybe he's just an autopilot and just doesn't care. It doesn't matter. Know? I'm just going to tell you that, Rick, you and I will go play, and we have our little game, yeah. and I don't care what it takes. I want to. We're playing Tuesday. I want to beat you. I'm going to go after you and beat you. But these guys so, are used to the the big limelight, and there is no big limelight on the live. So I, I wonder how much ego I, gets I in the way I still think even when I used to play grab-ass basketball, when it was my Wednesday night league, we were, we were playing to win. And, and, and that, I'm not – at a professional level, these guys—they're still playing the win. They that, still are. That may be, but at the same time, it's—it's it's kind of you know, if a, a tree falls in the forest and no one's there to hear it, just yeah. to make a sound. Like if Brooks Kepka wins on the live tour this next week, are you even going to care? Like, no. is it, no, is it, is it even going to make? But, a I might news? not even know. But, right? I mean, is, is anybody even going to really know? If he's in contention at the Masters in a couple months. Yep, it's a big deal. Yeah. Well, best thing that could happen in golf is one of the live players wins the Masters. That's the best thing. I I just like I'd controversy. Like, I, to me, the I best mean, outside thing, of Rory winning, I'd like to see Rory win just I, to get that off. The this Schneider is kind of like uh, you know the end is going to ha- happen to the live golf no matter what. It's the end is coming. I'd rather it end quicker than later because 
I think the best thing that could happen to live golf to to live is it ends tomorrow or as soon as possible. And those guys are doing whatever they can to get back on the PGA Tour, whatever it is, however it is. And that, let me see that Netflix of how those locker rooms are. Well, I'm, well, I think the whole Netflix series, all six of them, is going to be crazy. It's the best year they could have ever started one. Got with the live and everything mm-hmm. else going on. Uh, finally, uh, Bryson DeChambeau, who has lost a lot of weight, and now he's in he's in a fight with his former uh, equipment company, Cobra. And um, and he was saying he's he's trying to find another driver because the Cobra driver doesn't work, essentially. And so, obviously, Cobra gets back into it, and one of their reps said, it was such an asinine statement, especially for a guy who's perceived to be all-knowing when it comes to science and physics, that he said he needs a driver that can be hit anywhere and everywhere across the face and find the fairway. With increased speed, demands increased precision. It's just like a race car. you got to be better driver when you're driving 200 miles an hour than you do at 75 going down going down the freeway. He doesn't believe that. He thinks there's a magic bullet out there. He's looking for a unicorn, and it isn't there. There's no question that when he made that comment a year ago or whatever, that, that, one dri- that they can't make a driver mm-hmm. for him or whatever, pissed them off. Yes, it did. Because th- the, the, the rep is right. When I used to play Tiger Woods on video, if you pull it on full power – you had such a minute little, um, uh, what they call it, error uh, accuracy. Yeah, accuracy. If you didn't hit it right on the right on the sweet spot, you were blowing it off the course, and that's what that's what DeChambeau did. And I don't care what kind of club, unless it's an Iron Byron, maybe that you that you guarantee you're going to hit on the sweet spot every time. But if you're swinging 130 miles an hour or whatever the hell it was, and you hit it on the toe. It's, it's going to go haywire. It's hook. Yeah, but that's that. And Bryson is just a different guy, and I, I wish he was still on tour. I don't. I, I don't do. miss him in, for a minute. He, I do. He's, I don't miss him. I don't miss Mickelson. I don't miss Sergio. I don't miss Westwood. I don't. I don't miss any of those guys. I just miss I, anything that creates interest, <clears> even <throat> if you, even if you root against them. None I of those guys create any interest to me. Maybe you're right. Maybe. <clears throat> um, you know, the only guys who create interest were Patrick Reed because I want to see if, you know, he gets accused of cheating again or not. Yep. Or DeChambeau because he's trying to drive a green on a par five yep. at uh, Bay Hill. Yep. That's kind of interesting. That's it. But it's a moment that they're interesting me. Well, a moment. I'll take anything on golf because there's still too many guys. It's very top-heavy as who moves the needle. I mean, there might, might be like five, six yeah, but, guys. But, Rick, don't you think right now you have Rory and Rom playing their butts off? That's two. <clears throat> you got Max Homa to me who's funny. Three. And you got Jordan, Jordan who's four. always – I I think there's – there's you got the the young kids in Thagala and Cameron Young and, and you know. Yeah, I don't think people are showing up or watching to see them, even though I love Thagala. I don't know, Scotty and Will Z. Scotty and, and Will Z. I, I get yeah. that, but, but but as I'm saying though, is I think it's I think golf is really in a good. The but PGA they could always Tour use more. Isn't a really good place. They could always use more. Uh, just more. Oh, no, don't worry. There, I mean, there'll be more. I mean, there's there's guys that are coming up that are in school right now. That you know, two years from now, they'll be the 
the new superstars out. And I don't think take the kid from A and M that won the U.S. Amateur last year. I mean, he's kind of interesting and twitchy, and he's got kind of a funky swing. And I mean, you know, guys like that. I mean, there's guys everywhere. Yeah, Tiger coming back next week. We brought that. I don't think you lost anything yet with them that go. No, I mean. you lost Cam Smith, who was close to number one in the world, but that's he's about as, it. But... He's as white bread as you can get. Robotic, man. yep. True. Dustin Johnson, yeah, I miss Dustin. I, I will say I miss Dustin. There was something about, <clears throat> excuse me, his laissez-faire attitude that you. It was really a more of a facade than anything because mm-hmm. he cares yep. more than anybody. I, I I miss him. I do. But it's very. But I can miss one guy. He could be a hurt all year too, or suspended for drugs for a year. Well, that's true. And then if I'm a sponsor shelling out twenty million a year for one of these elevated events, I better get some bang for the buck. Mm-hmm. And so a couple guys are out. Uh, Rory didn't play in the first event of the year that was elevated. Yeah, I'm still surprised by that. Anyway, all right. That's brought to you by Maestro Dobell Tequila. Yum. Mm-mm-mm. All right. Up next. Let's talk about that Netflix. Uh, oh, no. Next. I'm looking at the wrong uh, time. This is uh, weather. And uh, one of us got a nice little award this week we want to discuss because all three of us were at the event. All right. 922 on the ticket. T box. Rick, Craig, Eli, Kern, Kevin, Ryan, here for about the next uh, 40 minutes or so. We'll mix with Afternoon Delight. We have some fun Super Bowl prop bets. Those are always interesting. Do that at 9.30. We'll talk about the upcoming Netflix documentary, uh, Full Swing, on the PGA Tour. That will begin on Wednesday. And the weather looks fab. Uh, 64 tomorrow, 64 Monday, then 71, 72 Tuesday and Wednesday. Gets down in the mid-50s Thursday through Saturday, but no rain, it looks like, in the forecast. So there you go. All good. All right. Without further ado, we attended the North Texas PGA Awards Banquet at uh, Northwood on Sunday because one of our... Our, I I gave you weren't here last week, and I gave uh, Eli uh, a promotion. He's uh, now executive director. You're wrong. Executive you editor. You were here last week. Oh yeah, the week before. Executive editor. <laughs> and we uh, we talked about this last week because Eli, <clears throat> because of the weather last week, Eli ordered a tie and shoes. He ordered a got a suit. Yep, good for him. And he ordered a tie and shoes, mm-hmm. and um, uh. And they didn't come. Huh. So well, the tie did. The tie did. Yes, the tie arrived on time. The shoes did not because of the delays in shipping because of the ice storm. My dad made a comment to me last night. Said you cleaned up well. Yeah. No, oh, that's I very, so. very so, kind of him to say. Yeah, I thought so. But, you know, if you're if you're trying to hit on eighty-five uh, year old men, <laughs> I am not. But, um, <laughs> probably easy to dive in. Doesn't mean I won't accept the compliment. <laughs> Ivan's not picky anymore. He's 85, you know, what the hell, YOLO. Uh, so anyway, so we went because uh, there's an award that's given out to the media each year for promoting the game, and and uh, Eli Jordan was awarded it this year and, and definitely deserved. Um, you write all the course reviews. You did a lot of uh, the 
uh, articles on the PGA Frisco. Um, and, yeah, you, sh- you should have been awarded. Hey, I can I interject for a minute? Because I think this is kind of important. Why is the Bob Galt Award so important to us? Well, there are other awards yes. that, that we can win. We can win? That you're, you probably aren't aware of. No. There are regional publications that have the Regional Publication Association has awards that we could get for. Really? Yes. I never do that. But you have to pay for it. <laughs> I like there that. is a play. national play. golf media uh-huh. awards right. ceremony. It happens at the PGA show every year. Mm-hmm. You have to pay to, to be in it. And I always used to or just yes, be there. And I always used to laugh because there was a competing radio show against us mm-hmm. that got zero ratings. Right. That would win it every year. Best ra- best oh, golf radio true. show. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, he paid for it. And I was like, I'm not paying for ribbons. I'm just not. Well, that kind of defeats the purpose. It, right? Yeah, right. it seems and very so, disingenuous to pay for your so own. So the way. fact that, that the North Texas PGA and Tim Cusick is the head of the awards committee, they they work on these really hard. Mm-hmm. And if you if you are you win any of their awards, not just the Bob Gall Award, but any of their it's it's an earn it's earned. They they cogitate over this pretty hard. They have a whole awards committee and it's it's a it's kind of a big deal. So, I thought it was. Yeah. That's why I wanted to go and support Eli because it was a big night. I'm glad you guys were there and, and Tim did an awesome job mm-hmm. uh, him seeing the event. He's a super, super nice guy, and he's been a friend of the magazine for a long time. But, yeah, it was good to get to see so many familiar faces, you know, with COVID and stuff over the last several years. You know, we haven't been able to get together mm-hmm. in big groups like this as much. And so it was it was good to get to see some of the guys that have been freelance writers for us or, you know, that um, everybody at Northwood Club that, you know, we don't see very mm-hmm. often. Yep. They, they did a great job hosting it. The yeah, food, did. food was great. The GM John. The uh, drinks were pretty free-flowing. Which is Boy, they were. <laughs> I, I will say this. This too, the the dessert was a hit for me. Creme brulee, yeah, that was very good. And I saw you guys, both of you guys, polish a few of them out there. No, no, I only had about half of mine. Oh, I had a second one, but uh, Rick, yeah, you Rick guys wiped were... out about half the table. So the, <laughs> the desserts were already at the at the table whenever we sat down. So for some reason, you guys were taking a census, and, and nobody was eating them because. <laughs> We we didn't have a full table because you're the thinnest human being anybody knows, well, well, especially at 65 years old. 66, <laughs> thank you. And, and, so, and so the fact that you eat like a you have a tapeworm makes me laugh. It always makes me laugh. I enjoyed it when you eat a dozen Krispy Kreme donuts. It 13. makes me laugh. Thirteen, ten minutes, and I just it does if it's you know. If it's John Daly eating 13 donuts, I assume that's what he does, and I don't care. But for you, it makes me laugh. It was my, my wife gives me a hard time because she's 110 pounds, and when she wa- and she polishes off like a cheesecake, right? I smile, and it makes me laugh. And she thinks I'm critical of what she's eating. It's like, not. You're 110 pounds. I can't be critical of what you eat. But it makes me laugh. Like, I, I don't know where she just fit that. And I, every time you eat, I just, where does he fit that? Yeah, we almost had a couple of um, CA Almost spilled wine on Eli before he got his award. Well, you you spilled the wine; it just didn't happen to end up in my lap. That's what I it said. On yeah, tablecloth. I yeah. did spill that. That was a little <laughs> wheels off. Um, but the awards was great. Everybody made some really nice speeches, um, and you know, and, and Eli did a fantastic job. But I think you had it. I taped it. 
You did. Thank, you for, thank yeah. you for doing that because my parents weren't able to go, and so they wanted to see it. And it I'm, was I'm six sure minutes. it'll be posted at some point on you know website or something. But but Rick did uh, get the whole speech, so I was able to uh, send it to my folks and post it on social media and stuff. Six so. minute speech, and we were. I don't even know how long mine was, but <clears throat> you were you were hoping three to five minutes. Yeah, that's what they told us was like somewhere three to five minutes, and actually there was a paragraph that I actually had to take out while I was on the fly because probably by uh, me and you, Craig. No, I felt like <laughs> I, I felt like I was running a little bit long, and I was like, yeah, I kind of need to probably wrap this up, and I was starting to feel the pressure of being up there it's funny because we can sit here on radio and it doesn't bother me at all and i was telling people i've got to write this speech and right. they're like well you're on radio i'm like it's totally different it's a totally yep. different animal sitting there and looking at everybody as you're trying to give a speech so i, was, I don't like giving public by speeches. the way kern you should listen to a speech i i should i gave kern a little shout you out did. You know, why mentioned. well it's funny so last week on the air craig goes did you mention kern in your speech and i was like Maybe and so I had I pulled up the speech and I actually showed Craig. I was like, "See, I mentioned Kern, but yeah, I gotta give Kern a shout out. He helps the radio show. He's here yes, every he week, does. you know." So here's my question: Were you nervous at all leading up to it? Because we there were four speeches, then we had dinner, and you were the first one after dinner. I was the first one up after dinner. I, yes, I started to get a little bit nervous. Luckily, as I said, the drinks were kind of free flowing. So yeah, I was, I was getting like, them for you. I was just just the one. Whatever. <laughs> But luckily, I was able to uh, thank you to Tito's Handmade Vodka yes. for making that speech a little more palatable. Because did you have some Maestro de Bell there too? I yeah. did, yes, of course. Had mm-hmm. some had some Maestro de Bell tequila as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was it was it was definitely easier after a couple of drinks. But yeah, I was a Stick little a little nervous, but not not overly nervous. And you know, kind of early in the speech, I kind of made a little you know self deprecating joke that. Everybody laughed at, so mm-hmm. that's good. I was worried. I was like, man, if nobody laughs at this, then I'm really going to be, you know, yeah. just dangling out to dry. But... Self-deprecating is usually safe. Yeah, and so everybody got a good chuckle out of it. And but yeah, it was it was a great time. I mean, I can't thank the Northern Texas PJ enough. It's a uh, it was a real honor to be able to accept that, and for you guys to be there. And uh, Stephanie came along with me, mm-hmm. and she enjoys getting dolled up and going out from time to time. So yeah, it was it was nice to get, as Ivan said, cleaned up and you know, and get to have a nice evening. She out. Uh, she was. I was making her laugh because there's one person that was at the shows. We all have that one guy who's your anthrax, right? Usually. And uh, I had one there, and every time he came over to talk to me, I just and Stephanie was <laughs> getting such a kick out. Of yeah, it. your poker face wasn't very no, you know, wasn't very no, good that really. night. But I liked it. It was interesting seeing everybody in in nice attire mm-hmm. versus. I'm not not that golf attire is not nice. It's just different, you know. When you see yeah. somebody, it's like seeing a teacher um, that you have, and you see her in a supermarket. You go, ah. Yeah, we're wearing like sweatpants and a t-shirt. Exactly, yeah. exactly. But it was good stuff. Good well, stuff. Well, cleaned up well. Yep. I uh, I had a brand new tie on as well, and brand new shoes. So how um, long had those been in your closet? So the tie was there. You left for t- for a year and a half because I bought that to wear at my son's wedding. And my wife said, no, it didn't match her dress. I couldn't wear it. Uh, yeah, that, that'll happen. And the shoes were 15 years old, almost 20, I think. <laughs> how they look t- good. How many times have you worn them before? Never. And it Used was, to be an old client. It was an old client, couldn't pay me. Got they trade. were extremely expensive shoes. And I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do with these. 
ever, and so I waited for a special occasion. And they never really fit that well, but as I, I must have tried them on twenty times in the last fifteen years, and I guess after trying them on twenty times, they finally kind of stretched out to where they fit, and I wore them. Was well, it blue camo? No, no, it was. <laughs> No, it was wasn't. Good. Was good bit. Uh, anyway, good stuff. Congratulations again. So that's we have what four Galt Awards at the magazine? Me, you, Eli, Robert, Robert. and uh, Eli. Yeah. Yep. So need to get our creative director in there. How about Kern? Kern could be that too. Awesome. Yep. <laughs> awesome. All right. Hey, it's been twenty years since I won too. That's true. So. The uh, KitchenAid Senior PGA Championship and uh, Golf Moose, our discounted golf site, brings you this segment. We'll mix with Afternoon Delight, Ryan Medellin and DJ Ringenberg uh, after this segment. Talk about some Super Bowl prop bets, maybe tied to golf. The Netflix Full Swing documentary begins on Wednesday. You can watch the whole thing on Wednesday if you want. They're not going to piecemeal it out like HBO does. And uh, I've seen a good portion of the first one. And, uh, Did you really? Yeah. And they'll all be available on Wednesday. I thought it was a great idea. The same guys that did uh, Drive to Survive are doing this. Same producers, same cameramen, same everything. And full sw- uh, Drive to Survive is what got me, my son, a lot of other people I know into Formula One. Uh, just because... It humanized all the drivers. Uh, you got to see some, you know, behind-the-scenes squabbling. And I don't know how much of it was, you know, sometimes I think the reality TV is the least reality of anything. Right. I think I don't know how much of it's scripted. Even uh, Max Verstappen said some of the stuff that was in there was taken out of context. You can cleverly edit anything to add drama yes. if necessary. But it's still an entertainment bit. And I'm uh, I'm excited about it. And this year or last year, I couldn't think of a better year to start it. Yeah, like live and how lucky was that? Yes, all that intrigue. I wonder if on. we'll see any Mickelson at all. I bet we do. Some because he was an integral part of the whole thing. I'm sure we'll see Norman. I'm sure we'll see. I've seen pre- previews that for some reason they show Poulter a lot. Um, you can the, have him. The first episode centers mostly on Jordan. Really? Yeah. And what's interesting about it, uh, he said on a uh, podcast with Colt Nost, he goes, yeah, I might not uh, watch the series. I saw the first episode because I wanted to see it, but the next episode is like Brooks and Jenna in their house, and I really don't want to watch that. I'm just saying, I know the other guys. Brooks, I'm sorry. (laughs) So one of the things for true golf nuts, like, you know, when we get a biography on somebody, and they think they're going to have some, back, like, wh- whether it's on Tiger or whatever, we'll go, eh, I already know most of this stuff. Right. So this is, I think, like a Formula One. I was not a Formula One fan, but it kind of drew me in. 
the Formula One diehards already knew almost everything, right? Because it's a year after. Right. So they say that the golf nuts might not appreciate it as much as the casual fan. And I think that's what it's all about anyway. So I'm interested, as an aside, so Armand Katayan. Armand Katayan. He's doing a biography, a authorized biography of um, Billy Walters. Yes, I sent that to you. And I already... I already contacted him and Good. said because Billy Walters to me is a I have story Billy Walters stories on yeah, my own and yeah you know him and uh, and and he's just this guy who you know well he's also a he's a professional gambler yes and uh, and has skirted the law many 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 times but did go to jail over this insider trading deal with that happened with Phil Mickelson who who didn't have to go to jail and apparently this book is not kind to Phil. I can see that. Really, really well, you not know, kind of Phil. You know, Walters, if you cross him, he's probably not the nicest guy in the world. Who is? If yeah. you feel like he gets screwed, right? But what do you think, Eli? You, you, you into this? What, the Netflix series? Yeah. Uh, yeah, of course. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I, I A couple of the reviews that I've read of people that have had a chance to preview it, like mm-hmm. watch the whole series ahead of time, which, you know, occasionally media members will yep. get get a link to watch it early the reviews aren't great and i think that may be because of what you mentioned that the golf walks yeah that it's it's more geared towards getting more eyeballs on the pga tour mm-hmm. rather than satisfying the people that follow it week to week to week yes. I and mean, we already know what's gone on with all the live stuff and mm-hmm. i don't think from what i've read the behind the scenes Things you'll see when it comes to the live versus the PGA are going to be as dramatic as maybe we were hoping they would be. Mm. But we'll see. I mean, I, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And I'll, I'll watch it probably all over the course of a couple of days. Sure, and, me too. And, um, yeah, and we'll, we'll see what it looks like. But I know it's definitely – if it's anything like the Drive to Survive, and I've watched a few of the episodes of Drive to Survive. I haven't yep. watched the whole series. But if it's anything like that, I mean, I think it's probably a potential hit. And I think Netflix is going to do a tennis yeah, they are. series as yeah. well. That's kind of the I same think they already thing, have it so. out, don't they, Kern? You're the you're a tennis guy. I don't think it's out. It's not out yet. Um, I'm curious about allegedly. Now the PGA Tour said they didn't put any restrictions on any editorial content. None. They said you guys do whatever you want because I think that was one of the stipulations. Mm-hmm. And I'm really curious what behind the scenes they show at Augusta because Augusta gave them free access to do whatever they want too. That Is might be interesting. Augusta getting a little softer in their in their older age. I think they're getting smarter. I, yeah. You know what? I, I think also going think with the they times. align themselves with the PGA Tour. Well, that's and true. And they heard kind this of. live thing was coming in, so I think they said, yeah, we'll show you. But they have, you know. They have a lot of live players They've play. allowed some of the, like, the barstool golf guys access to the course. Yeah. Even, Dude, perfect. Yeah, I mean, stuff like that, which you would never see, you know, 10, 15 years ago. They would consider that to be way too lowbrow for them. I mean, even if you go back to the, the Greg Norman 30 for 30, yep. they allowed him to go out there and play, and they had a bunch of drone shots yep. of the course, which, is again, it's something that probably never would have happened 10, 15 years ago. Um, so that, that is very cool that you know Augusta did let them come in and do some of the footage there because you're right we don't have a lot of access to see what it's like behind mm-hmm. the scenes. I wonder what would happen if we we went over to Augusta. By the way, there is a rumor mm-hmm. that the Live Golf we were playing there tour bought a bunch of land in Augusta. So I saw a follow up to that, and that was a rumor that had surfaced maybe last Sunday or Monday that 
the Live Tour had come in and bought a 38 or something million dollar plot of land just north of Augusta National and was going to build a course there and have a competing Live event right. like the week before the Masters. Turns out from the update that I heard, and this seems to be probably a, a little more realistic, it was Augusta National that bought that plot of land and they're planning on building another course with the idea they're going to use it for a women's tournament in the future. Huh. So I, again, none of that is none of that is so, ironclad. It's all kind of hearsay. So at they this point. so Augusta makes uh, why Augusta, bother? Augusta, why don't you just have the women's tournament at Augusta? Yeah, I don't understand. I, that that I makes no sense. But Augusta National is very private, but they change their course almost every year. Yep. Yes. At least one hole. And this year they've changed thirteen. Yep. Made they've added longer. thirty yards to it or 30, whatever. Thirty-six yards, I think. Uh, You're not hitting three wood anymore. And so if we said, hey, look, we're going to go to Augusta and we're going to get Jason, who's our creative director, get his drone up there and get pictures of it. Do they shoot that drone down? No, I don't think so. In fact, I think that's how we've gotten to see some of the shots of the renovations that go on. I don't think they can legally really do anything to it if it's not directly over the property and you can fly that drone probably high enough and far enough away to where you could get drone shots of it and it never be directly over their land i don't know how all that stuff works jason would probably have a a better answer to that but and you know with with all the google satellites and stuff Mm -hmm. now i mean you can you can look at the course as they're renovating i can't remember the name of the the twitter feed that we all follow but every time there's a new photo of hey they're they're lengthening 13 look what they're doing it it always gets passed around within a matter of hours to everybody in the golf community mm-hmm. so i think you got to give really good really big kudos to fred ridley the new chairman he seems to be really forward thinking i thought he was gonna be another stiff jacket i think yeah. he's he's i mean with the women's tournament and i mean just things that you the never social seen. media yeah. getting it out there mm-hmm. i think he's it can still be exclusive the website is yes. absolutely it's awesome the best. It's the best. (laughs) They really have. I mean, and and mind you, it's easy to do when you have a limitless budget. Yeah. But but you're right. They have softened up over the last 10 10 years or so, especially. I mean, they're they're doing a better job of trying to grow the game with the drive, chip, and putt thing for the kids and the women's Women's tournament. And, yeah, I mean, it's it's, it's great. I wonder this. They make a fortune, right? Sure. But if they opened up their online shop – Oh, to all of us. There is no telling how much they would make. But that's their point. They make the. I think it's the toughest sporting event in, in sports to get a ticket. I think it's the most exclusive. <sighs> I mean, because they're they don't take Super Bowls become really really hard to pay get a for ticket it. to. But but yeah, I mean, as far as like the lottery and everything, yeah. it's tough. I mean, I I've entered that lottery every year for twenty years now. <laughs> Bubkus, really? Never, never. I got a guy who sent me a note. He. He said, hey, look, I, I won the lottery for a ticket, and I don't know what day it is or whatever, um, and I got sick, and I can't, I can't, I'm, I'm hurt. I can't go, and I want to – I don't want to be banned for life. Am I allowed to sell this ticket, or what yeah, do I need to do? That's hazy. I don't have any idea. Mm-hmm. Because – well, here's the thing. When you uh, – when we used to go on those junkets, mm-hmm. those uh, charters – they had to get them from somewhere. I don't yeah. think they got them from Augusta directly. And I don't think they had any idea they sold them to us. Yeah. Did they? So I don't know. But yeah, good good for them. Good for Matt. Good for Augusta. I want to see how it looks behind the scenes, how much they show. It'll be worth watching. I'm I'm kind of with you guys. I think if you're in the golf business, it might be a lot of us done that, seen that, but uh 
it all depends on how they portray it, how they deliver the product. And they did a great job with Formula One. So just won't be any car crashes in the uh, PGA Tour. <laughs> well, you don't I, I know. Don't, I don't think. <laughs> all right. Uh, it is about 9.50 on the ticket. That was brought to you by the greatness of Mercedes-Benz of Plano and Park Place Motor Cars, their new Acura dealership up in uh, Spring Creek Parkway. All right. Up next, we will mix with Afternoon Delight. That consists of Ryan Medellin and DJ Riggenberg. 